Welcome to the Minecraft Spooky Stories Podcast. And this is the first episode of the podcast. I'm going to try to release weekly for this podcast. I'm aiming towards releasing an episode every Wednesday. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But the first episode is on Entity Zero. Most of the creepypastas on this podcast come from the Minecraft Creepypasta Wiki. And I will credit the authors when I can. Enjoy the chilling tale of NCD Zero. Many know of the infamous Minecraft Entity 303, an old tale of a hero Ryan wannabe. Many also know that Entity 303 is pure and utter lies. Of course, this does not leave the world of Minecraft free for all such terrors, all sunshine and rainbows. No, in the creation of Minecraft, an entity much worse than conceivable came to be. And I know this story because my father worked at Mojang. Around the time Minecraft structure was just being created, 2010, Indev, Infdev, and Alpha, talks going around that a small staff of Mojang were including a major enemy in Minecraft, worse than spiders, worse than creepers, something that would truly challenge the player, or terrify them. Something human-like, but in the uncanny valley. This is where the project codenamed Annihilation came to be. Annihilation itself started as a few useless zeros in the code of early Minecraft versions, both as an easter egg and as a future reference for where the developers would write code for the entity. Work on Annihilation began mid-beta Minecraft, where features began pumping into the game. The skin for the entity was procedurally generated, much like a Minecraft world, using grayscale colors and shades of red. The skin that came out of this computation looked nothing like a human, it was pasted onto the state model. At first, the entity was given the not-so-terrifying AI of a zombie, but over time, Mojang workers adapted the zombie AI into something much more like the Enderman AI we see today. Not terrifying, but incredibly unnerving. The entity was being distributed behind the scenes in Minecraft versions now, but of course was not able to be spawned using any stock game feature. Spawn eggs won't exist until after beta and release 1.0. The only way the entity could spawn was if exactly 8 zeros were entered as the seed. Annihilation could only be spawned at a specific coordinate in this zero world. Even I did not discover what the coordinate was. As beta progressed and as Mojang began to write out the official story of Minecraft, as it would be in 1.0, the staff locked the code of annihilation entirely while working on features such as the end and the dragon that inhabits it, saving the entity for a future post-release update. The main developer of annihilation, my father, noticed that the complex Java code of annihilation had reverted to just zeros in its place, yet the entity would still spawn in a zero world at its coordinates as, it, as intended in a test environment. Annihilation was left almost abandoned following the release of Minecraft, where Mojang took a little break from Minecraft for themselves, knowing their game had finally reached its moment. However, in a rushed release Minecraft as at Minecon 2011, no one in the developing team found the bug in the code that allowed Annihilation to merge itself into the main branch of Minecraft's code, giving it, giving it access to every bit and byte of the game. Upon returning to their desk at Mojang's office, the Minecraft team noticed that the code of Minecraft, which was a specific number set at release, had grown exponentially in their absence. My father took a peek at the code he had written, and noticed that Annihilation had completely overhauled its code even extending it to using Minecraft's procedure generation engine and grabbing bits from other AI's code. 
When we tried to edit this code, it would immediately revert to zeros and cause an error in the environment before going back to Java code once again. There was no one to blame for annihilation going out of their hands. Mojang office had been locked with the empty room before mine gone. My father was commanded to cease work on annihilation until further notice. Only attempting to find ways to remove its code from the game. Mojang couldn't afford to release versions of Minecraft with Annihilation's unplanned release, so Jeb took a few steps to at least lock the code of Annihilation so that it wouldn't run in, my, in a Minecraft environment. To the Mojang staff's relief, they were able to release Minecraft 1.1, the update that added spawn eggs, without any code for an Annihilation spawn egg, furthering their retention of Annihilation from the public. One night, however, Notch himself discovered the lie that would cause my father to lose his job. According to my father, Annihilation had plugged himself into my father's Mojang user and added the code for its name, changing it to zeros, making it look like he was the one. That's making it look like he was the one to attempt to bring Annihilation back. Notch would not take any lies and fired my father, removing him from the Mojang staff. I had become an avid player of the game my father contributed to, excited for whenever he would come home to play with me or tell stories about what goes on at the Mojang office. However, the day he got fired, he came home, went to his room, and slammed the door shut. No matter how much I pleaded for him to come out, I felt like he was too humiliated to even look at his son's face. On April 30th, 2012, a user whose name is still unknown posted about a hero-like entity on the Minecraft forums. The OP boast went like this. I created a new Minecraft world on version 1.2.5 on the peaceful difficulty, intending to immerse myself in the serenity of a Minecraft world, void of the fears of deadly creatures. Spawning into the world, I found myself on an entirely flat chunk of grass. Surrounded by chunks of cliffs and hills. Thinking this would make an interesting moment on a seed showcase, I hit F3 to view seed, only to discover it was 1-0. I record this fact anyway on Notepad, along with my system time at the world creation. Midnight, April 30th, 2012. Minecraft uses the system time for its world generation algorithm if no seed is manually inputted. There are convenient steps on a, on a cliff chunk facing me, which I climbed up to the plateau above. As soon as my head passed along the edge of the terrain, I noticed a gray figure sprinting at superhuman speeds away from me, just catching a glimpse of it. Thinking it was a figment of my imagination, I continued forth. My next sighting of the figure will be much later inside the game, prepared to venture back down to my mine in pursuit of diamonds. Oddly enough, the game had been crashing to 0 FPS, and upon viewing the F3 menu, 0 millibytes RAM usage every so often, which I thought was due to background processes on my computer, which would subside soon enough. Even with that logical answer, I became nervous. My reflexes were ready to snap at any button in front of me if something were to happen. And just as expected, I snapped my player's head towards my mind to find all torches missing, and the entity fading out at the bottom of the diagonal cavern. I hit the print screen fast enough to capture the only evidence I have of its existence. Look at it, and look at it closely. My world began to exhibit quite strange behavior. My strip mines at the bottom of the diagonal, diagonal mine I sent would eventually be begin crossing the same lava cavern over and over again. No matter how far I horizontally mined, some same ores and everything. I'll begin experiencing constant crashes, with the crash logs being entirely zeros, no help obviously. I keep pushing my Minecraft's allocated RAM up, but still get huge lag spikes in RAM crashes. Another interesting into zero sighting was claimed later on, this time under the circumstances of being a feed the beast world, and the entity actually interacting with the modded parts. I have reached the late game in my Feed the Beast world, with a mass fabricator printing out valuables in absurd quantities, a full set of quantum armor, but still no completion of the game. Since this world creation only a few weeks ago, nothing of the ordinary has occurred. 
has spent probably the first two weeks of the world's existence depleting a sizable volume of the area of its natural resources. To jumpstart whatever endeavors I would, be, I would perform following. No, no hearebrand sightings or anything happened, even during those long low nights mining away in deep caves. The following weeks was stellar with my attempts at comprehending what aspect of Feed the Beast to start with first, which ended up being industrial craft too. Before using the fruit of my IC2 accomplishments to branch out to other areas and expand the base I was nurturing. Up to this point, everything seemed normal, until the RAM crashes began. No crashes of the game, just the RAM usage suddenly dropping to zero ever so often. I originally made no connections of this to anything supernatural or paranormal or something, thinking it was just the many machines and gadgets working away at my PC and slowing it down. However, in an attempt to view the cause of this in the log files, although it followed the timestamp would be a string of zeros. No indication of the source of the problem whatsoever. I noticed that the output per day of my mass fabricator began to decrease too, despite my high voltage solar farm being unchanged and protected from all outside threat. Upon further inspection, I discovered that someone had detached many glass fiber cables, rendering half the solar panels useless. No mob or in-game feature can cause the cables to disappear. Things only became stranger when I returned to the mines after a very long time to collect resources to replace the cabling and for more advanced technology. Old strip mines that I swore went through the nothing before began passing through the same cave over and over again. Upon extending them, I could even swear that I saw a grey, transparent figure darting past the corners of my vision at times. The creepiest experience in this exploration when, was when I mined through it when was when I mined a tunnel straight to an empty chunk, except for a bedrock layer at Y0. Returning to the surface at night and coming back to my base, I caught the grey figure again next to my mass fabricator. Before I modified the facing of multiple machines with a bare hand, causing the entire base to blow up due to high voltage difficulties. I, su I survived the explosion, however, still cursed the entire time. In the process of rebuilding the technological empire I'd established, I'll continue to spot my machines modifying themselves, as well as the even stranger occurrence of mobs and their AI completely freezing, causing them to face north and cease to interact with the environment, even if I punched a hostile one. Entrances to my mind closed themselves off with obsidian, seemingly placed by someone. Every time I wasn't keeping an eye on a certain aspect of my world, it changed, or completely disappeared. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the first episode of Minecraft Spooky Stories. Make sure to tell your friends about the podcast and to leave a five-star review. I will see you guys inside the next episode. Thank you.